0: Podcast, we truly hope you'll be inspired and challenged today. Now, let's dive into this message with the family at Pleasant Ridge.
1: Well, this morning um, I had mentioned a couple weeks ago um, that uh, we had finished up, we've been working our way through uh, the book of Colossians. And we began our journey through Colossians beginning in uh, February, and uh, we just finished up Chapter 2 uh, last week, and I had mentioned we were going to take a, uh, some time uh, this last Sunday to just have some family time and discuss kind of what uh, we've been covering so far, maybe how the Lord has uh, spoken to you personally um, Maybe something that you'd like to share about uh, what you've been learning as we've been working our way through Colossians. Or this is a great time also to ask any questions. Questions about uh, what we've covered. Maybe there was uh, an area that uh, you just really wanted to... Man, I really wish Mike would have spent three more weeks on that one word, you know? Um, No. (laughs) Um, But maybe maybe there was uh, something that you had a question about what we've covered. And uh, this gives an opportunity for us to do that. I think it's very healthy for a church to do things like this because we don't want to just become spectators. Um, We need to be involved as far as being able to speak truth. And this gives an opportunity for that and how the Lord has been at work in your life. And in doing this, what it does is it edifies the body of Christ. All of us are edified as uh, we share and we talk about uh, the, the Lord and the Word uh, in our lives. So, um, who would like to share something out of Colossians? Maybe something that you learned, question maybe you had? Uh, this is the opportunity to, to do that. Oh, and I need another runner again. All right. James, we're getting, getting good exercise out of you today. Any questions? Yeah, Trudy? Um, I, I
2: read the upper, uh, upper room in my room at the
3: game. Um, There's a lot of, uh, of verses and stuff in there that I read, and it comes to Colossians, and Colossians really stuck to my, in my mind. I thought, there's a lot of questions that I'd like to ask Mike, but I know Mike knows. <laughs> and so I just read it, you know, and it tells him what it does, and that makes my mind feel more at ease. And I know I pray real hard and tell him, well, God, I'm glad you knew how the... Tell me about Colossians because I said I never knew that Colossians had so much to do, and then I upper room says yep and tells me that's that's what I want to know, so that question was in my mind for so long, and I thought to myself I'm just going to keep reading it and maybe I'll get my story taken. So then the Lord answered my prayer.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and you know I find that especially with anything in Scripture. Um, there's a lot of things in Scripture that I do not know the answer to. There's a lot of things that I'm very confused about um, when I read through Scripture. But I'll find that the longer that you spend just chewing and gnawing on on things, um, the Lord uses that to speak to you. And sometimes, you know, I think many times we, we read through Scripture and we're always looking for that, like, wow moment, you know. Um, But in reality, um, just being faithful and allowing the word of God to dwell in you, right? Like just taking it in, taking it in, taking it in. Uh, I find that to be very, very helpful and profitable uh, because in doing so, we are allowing the word of God to change our thinking, to change our mind. And it saturates our mind and it cleanses our mind and how we think and act. And uh, so sometimes we have those questions about stuff, but exactly, just keep reading, keep working through it, and um, I think it's a good thing. Absolutely. Like I I don't comes to my mind and Absolutely, absolutely, and he'll teach you and guide you into all truth. Absolutely. Anyone else? Colossians? Yep, David? I've got a lot to say today, I guess. Uh,
4: but uh, I I really appreciated uh, two things. Uh, they've been kind of, uh, like Judy said, just kind of circulating and percolating in my mind uh, this week. Uh, one is I'm dead to sin, mm. you know? And uh, when you're tempted or something and you remind yourself, I'm dead to sin, and, and then it may or may not disappear immediately, but it says in the Bible that when we resist the devil, he will flee. And so it that was just kind of cycling through my mind this week. And I really appreciated that practical uh, application of it. And then uh, the second thing is, uh, you know, we, we've been talking a lot about, uh, don't get trapped. Don't, be, don't get, uh, captivated by hollow and deceptive philosophy. Right. And, um, could you add anything uh, practically about about that other than just being uh, rooted in the word and testing it versus the word, but any ways that you see of, of how we could test deceptive and hollow uh, things?
1: Yeah, so uh, just to give you a good example of this. Um, there's a family that lives in our neighborhood that we've come to uh, know a little bit. And Evelyn's uh, had some play dates over at their at their house, and uh, my wife was over there at their house. And these people they profess Christ, um, but uh, they are I feel are getting swept up into uh, what is called um, how do they how do they word it? it it's basically a lot of going back to the law and, and trying to, um, uh, Torah observant, that's what it's called, Torah observant Christian. And basically they want to observe all of the laws, which, hey, that's fine. If you want to, if you don't want to eat certain meat, I think that that's okay. Um, if, if you want to observe the Sabbath on a Saturday, that's fine. That's okay. Um, But I feel what ends up happening is those become an emphasis more than Christ. And so I would say um, anything that when you are confronted with something that exalts itself against Christ, anything that makes itself out to be more than Jesus. So in other words, it's it's bigger than Christ or it's Christ plus all these other things are extra things and they're larger than jesus i would say that's one good way to recognize that that is something that has a potential of sweeping you away one of the things especially in our country today is um, this whole infatuation with um, politics you know we are more concerned about this or that or what's happening what's happening and i'm not saying you shouldn't be concerned about what's happening but if those things become more important to you than jesus then I would say that you become captivated by something else. And so we just got to kind of keep our focus on Christ. And uh, again, that's just the power of the word, allowing the word of God to wash over your mind. Um, it will keep your, your priorities straight. Um, and you just got to allow scripture to, to, main, to remain the, the main thing in your life uh, in that way. Does that kind of answer your question a little bit? Okay, yeah, absolutely. Any others how uh, things that been speaking to you personally? Questions? Yes, Carrie
3: um. One of my favorite passages in scripture is Colossians chapter 1, 15 through um, the end of that passage. is about 24, 23, 24. So 15 through 23 or 24. And I just love how this passage progresses. And it starts out about Christ being the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on the earth. And then it says, gets more specific. So first it says he created everything. Then it gets more specific and he says, he made the things we can see and the things we can't see. Mm. And we, a lot of times I think we realize and remember that God made the things we can see. But sometimes it's easy to forget that he also made the things we can't see. And then he says, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Mm. Everything was created through him and for him. So not only was it created through him, it was created for him and he existed before anything else and he holds all creation together. So it just gives us a really correct perception or um, concept of, you know, when, as we were talking about earlier, and we go through difficulties and frustrations and suffering to just remember that everything, even in the spiritual realm was created by God. And since it was created by him, he is sovereign over all. Yeah, absolutely. And then it goes on to say about Christ being the head of the church, which is his body, the beginning, supreme over all who rise from, from the dead. And about, again, um, God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. So here we have God in all his fullness. When we look at Christ, we see the Heavenly Father. We see the lord and it says so when we can read the scriptures about christ and the things he said the things he did we can know what god is like by looking at christ yes and then the end of this is just overwhelmingly wonderful and one of my favorite the favorite line in the whole passage says because of what christ did for you He has he has brought you into his own presence. And it's not even like he says you have come into his presence. He says he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. And, it, and then it says, You must continue to believe this truth and stand firmly in it. And that is just so beautiful and so wonderful, such beautiful truth that it's Christ who brought me into his presence. It's Christ that started the work. It's Christ that will c- complete the work and fulfill the work. And it's his righteousness that I stand in, not my own. And it's just overwhelming the truth of that and the power of that truth if we can get it in the depths of our soul. Absolutely. So I really appreciated your teaching in that section and I didn't know if you would have any comments to add to that.
1: Yeah, you know, again, it's the whole thing of the positionally, that's where we are, Um, even though we may not feel that, right, Um, but positionally it's true, it's true of us, all those things are true, and we need to live that way, right? It's not just some high-in-the-pie, made-believe-type uh, stuff. We, we have to live the way that Scripture tells us that is true about that. And I think that that's one of the most difficult things to do as a believer in Christ, is to actually live out what we really are. Um, because we got this old, you know, sin nature and this old flesh that likes to do battle with us. And... Um, it's just a good reminder uh, that Scripture's true, God is true, and uh, what he says is true. And we just need to cling that, uh, cling to that and hold to that. But yes, thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Yes, Omer. It
5: was in Colossians 2, I think we're... Where Paul talked about um, why are why are we still following the rules and regulations, mm. and um, when he asks well, why do you do not touch, do not you know taste, and it's just the understanding what what he's trying to say here about about that, um, and, and understanding that it's the transformation of the heart isn't through the rules and the regulations that we follow and all those guidelines and because that just basically leads to legalism and um, so many people are drawn away from going to church because of all the rules and regulations and stuff because they haven't come to the full understanding that it's not through following the rules and regulations that we have a transformed heart but it's through uh, Christ himself and just understanding that when we can see that and understand that 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 those rules and regulations just kind of fall in line because we want to please Christ not, not that we're trying to seek something extra from doing good and um, so that, that just stood out to me because um, understanding that, I, that makes me fully realize that it's Christ alone that I have my hope and salvation and it's not on following after, after rules and regulations because I fail miserably and I don't have to feel like I always need to feel like being a Christian that that being having those feelings and falling into some temptations of the flesh and stuff and, and realizing that is just a constant reminder that I need Christ alone as my Savior and I need His help. It's not by works. It's not by deeds. It's only by Him and by God's grace that that he set me free from that. And um, it was just, that was just good, that Paul's teaching on that. and I just want to share that.
1: And, you know, that's one of the things about um, <clears throat> the false teaching that was going on in Colossae um, is a lot of the same false teaching that, that still happens today. I mean, it, just with the emphasis on the rules. And I would even say, you know, the, the problem that was going on in, in Colossae was that their focus was taken off of Christ. Uh, Christ had become somewhat clouded. And uh, they were not seeing Jesus clearly as he is. I mean, that's why he spent all that time in uh, Colossians 1 dealing with he is the image of the invisible God, right? He is the firstborn of the dead. He is the firstborn of all creation. And um, so I think that many times, even as believers in Christ, like even in this church, right, if we make it about this building about these chairs, about this carpet, about our instruments, about the music, if we make it all about that and not about Jesus, we have failed miserably. Like, we got to keep our focus on Jesus and Christ and Christ alone. Um, we got to make sure that, that our, our emphasis is on Jesus, and that our, our, our direction is towards Jesus, that we're exalting Jesus, lifting up Jesus. Like, that's what we got to have our focus on. And I think sometimes when churches take their focus off of Christ and it's on other things, that's when you see a lot of the infighting start happening, you know. Um, That's when you have, uh, obviously here in in Colossians, um, this church, these people, these false teachers, they were so puffed up with pride because they were saying, look what we do. Look what we do, you know. And um, they were uh putting down others that weren't doing that with all their rules do not taste do not touch you know uh do not eat and uh, do not handle so like it's important that we keep our focus on jesus and jesus alone that's that's why it's so important that you know when we gather together that we we make sure that we are talking about christ that we are here to worship jesus and um I think that's what people are are drawn to and attracted to is is Christ. Um, just kind of give you an example of this. Um, this This past week, uh, we were at home and this kid came knocking on our door, and um, he's from some like bug place or something like that, trying to get sales or something like that. And as uh, so I sat there and talked with him a little bit, uh, we weren't going to have a bug service, but. Um, I was just asking him some questions about where he was from and stuff like that. Come to find out he's from Queens, New York. He was flown in here. He's living here for the summer. Has to, like, secure some, uh, uh, some stuff. And so as I was talking with him, I, I remember there was another kid that, same type of situation. They drop him off into subdivisions from, like, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And they have to fend for themselves for, like, bathroom water stuff like that right like it's really horrible so I asked him I said hey I said would you like to use our bathroom do you need some more water and he's like are are you serious you would let me do that and I'm like yeah absolutely come on in right and so he came in and then as he was about ready to leave I said did you eat lunch yet you know I mean we can get lunch together from like 30 minutes we'll have you over for lunch Are are you serious nobody does this right and so he ate lunch with us. We were outside eating. And uh, we just talked about life, just all kinds of various things. And uh, right before he left, we gave him a book. Uh, it was the More Than a Carpenter book. And um, he, this is what he said. He goes, this is so crazy. He said, I've actually been having a lot of questions about who Jesus is. Now, that time, we didn't spend any time like talking about Jesus with him. We were just showing him how the gospel has transformed our life. And we were just being hospitable towards him. And when he said that, he sat there on our porch for the next two hours asking questions about Jesus. People are drawn and attracted to Jesus. If we make it more about our rules and everything else... It's exactly what you said. People are not going to be attracted or drawn to that. And so we've got to make sure that what we are doing is about Jesus Christ. How would Jesus treat him? How would Jesus interact with another individual uh, that does that? So we just got to make it about Jesus. And I think it's very important that we keep Christ at the center of everything that we do. Absolutely. Yeah. Any other thoughts, questions? Okay, this is it. You won't get another chance. <laughs> Did you have something, Angie? Or are you just rubbing your nose? No? Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, very good. Well, um, I'm going to have um, Kayla and also Jeffrey. They're going to come, and uh, they're going to give a testimony, uh, of course, because uh, they are going to uh, declare their faith in baptism uh, today, which I think is awesome. Uh, But I just wanted them to share a little bit of of how they came to know the Lord, what the Lord's been doing in their life. And um, afterwards, we're going to be headed out towards uh, uh, Riverbend Park. It's in Middlebury. Uh, If you don't know where that's at, I think it's across from, is it Forks? Is that right? Yeah, some forks. Um, so we'll head out over there, and uh, they'll, they'll get baptized. But uh, Kayla, since you're up first, we'll have you come, okay?
0: okay? Hi, everyone. Is this on? Okay. So for those of you who don't know, my name is Kayla Maurer. Um, a lot of you probably know me. A lot of you watched me grow up pretty much in this church. Um, I think we started coming here when I was about two. So... Yeah, a lot of you already kind of know my my story and my testimony, but so I grew up in a Christian home with amazing parents, and they they love the Lord, and my whole family loves the Lord. Um, my parents and my siblings have just been the best mentors to me my whole life, and I couldn't be more thankful for them. Um, I have kind of one of those like boring testimonies, but it's one that I am so, so thankful for, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. I just um yeah I love the Lord and I wanted to get baptized this summer because I turned 18 this past spring and I'm going to be starting college in a couple weeks so um just kind of wanted to take that step of publicly like recommitting or rededicating my life to the Lord for all of you um just as like a public um step of step of faith and rededication. So I'm super excited and I just want to thank you all for being the best church family to me and my family who is all here. which They are amazing. I love them so much. And um, I'm just super thankful for all the opportunities I've had and the ways I've gotten to minister in this church and serve. It's been the biggest blessing and thanks to Pastor Mike as well for um, just being um, another mentor and for just everything that they've done as well. And Jamie, so, yeah, thank you, guys.
2: Hello, everyone. Um, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Jeffrey. And I've been wanting to get baptized for a little while now, but it seemed like every time there was an opportunity to do so, um, either one or both of my parents would have been able to be there. So I'm really happy that I'm finally able to, to do it. Um, I was very blessed, as Kayla said, to grow up in a Christian home with Christian parents. And um, I remember one morning we were at the, at the table eating breakfast and my mom came in and said that um, my sister, Carissa, had asked Jesus into her life Uh, the night before and I remember thinking that that was so awesome and I didn't really know exactly what that meant at the time but I knew that I wanted the same thing so that night I asked my mom to pray with me to accept Jesus into my life and she did Um, I remember after we finished praying and I went to bed um, I had this amazing feeling in my body that I, I've never felt before. And I remember I had this smile on my face and I could not stop smiling. And I, I just laid there and smiled until I went to sleep. Um, so, and it's, as, as some of you know, it's kind of stuck until now, but, um, <laughs> but um, at the time I didn't really know what all it meant to follow Christ, but um, over the years he's revealed himself to me in so many ways. and he has helped me get through the good times and the bad times, and he has been very faithful, and I'm so thankful for that. Um, I want my life to be about helping and serving others, and I want my life to be a light that would draw people to Christ. Thank you.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Really appreciate that. Who would like to uh, lift up their voice, close us in a word of prayer, and uh, we'll head on our way out towards uh, Middlebury there. Sean, you want to close us a prayer? Okay,
6: here you go. Heavenly Father, we just come to you today just to thank you for the opportunity that we have to all be here together to be able to see and just worship and just uh, enjoy the time that we have. Lord, just uh, we, we thank you for the opportunity that we just had to be able to share in a discourse, just talking over the things that Pastor Mike has taught us over these last few months, and just be able to answer any questions that we had. But more important, we just want to thank you for the testimonies that were shared here this morning, just the way that you were able to work in the lives of so many just beautiful young people here, and just be able to just share their part of their life with the rest of us. Lord, I ask that you would just be with them, guide them, give them strength as they begin just the, the road and the uh, things that will come. Just put a hedge of protection around them as they begin this and just uh, especially as, as Kayla goes off to college and things like that because things change. And Lord, we just ask that you would just be able to put a special blessing on everybody that is here and is everyone that is listening at home. And Lord, I ask that you would just protect us and bring us back again next week. In your son's name, Amen. amen.
0: If you're interested in more information about our church or knowing the peace that Jesus gives, visit our website at lifeattheridge.church.